Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hello, everyone. I'm Devin Simone. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and this is MTV's official Challenge Podcast. Woo-woo! And today we're covering episode seven and eight oh. of the Challenge Free Agent. So grab your notes, because I know you got some. <laughs> and remember, you can watch the Challenge Free Agents along with us right now for free. Go to ParamountPlus.com and use code ChallengePod to try one month free. Anissa. I don't want to talk about no, mm-hmm. let's not talk about. Mm-hmm. This was more mm-hmm. of a you episode. No, um, nope, as far as us. sausage party went in episode seven. Today, you guys are going to be playing sausage party. <laughs> this challenge is going to be played in two rounds: one for guys, one for girls. So to begin, I'm going to wrap everyone up like a sausage. Then I'm going to line you up at the starting line. And when I say go, you're going to kick, wiggle, and roll yourself through this entire course. <laughs> Now, along the way, you'll hit some condiments for sure. Get you dressed up a little bit. As long as you end up on this bread, the finish line. We are saran-wrapped in a BDSM fantasy. Yes. um, Where Zach, of all people, a giant amongst giants, is terrified. I don't know who saran-wrapped him as a child. Yeah. But he's... He said he has a fear of being tied down. Like... I know. Who Where tied did you, you get that? Right. What? Like, what sex party were you at? Right. That they tied you down and you said, uh-uh, this isn't for me. What happened on that football but team? Yeah. you can't tell me that the night before we didn't think that we were eating and you said, we... I trained for two things. Yep. Trivia and food. <laughs> I stand by it. I was ready. I stand, stand by it. And by the way, not Teresa trying to throw shade talking about Devin likes to eat things. Yes, bitch. And what? still do just ate a chocolate chip walnut cookie before I got on this podcast I do like to eat things and yes I was prepared for what I thought TJ was gonna have us do why do we think Anissa that the clues are actually they haven't been real clues in a long like why there haven't been any clues actually yeah yeah how do we solve like every time we really think "Ooh, we figured it out and like there are some like when they're like and going to the depths. I'm like, okay, so we're probably going underwater or under right. something or down. Like there were right. some like context clues. Well, actually, like just just words that were like, yeah. okay, <laughs> this is gonna this probably means something. Um, but we were you we were ninety ninety seven percent of the time we were wrong. We're so wrong, like just so far. We really everybody in that house was like, cool, we're eating, and, and now they're we just like wear compression shorts. And a sports bra, and we're like, I guess we're getting wet or dirty and mm-hmm. or eating. And then if we have to wear a regular uniform, we know that we're doing something. I think they need to bring clues black. They, black. Back. They, were, they should be they black were, clues. They should clues. be black clues. <laughs> like, have, don't run over there. We have um, all, over the, all of the clues. We should. I have to say Sausage Party is still one of my favorite challenge dailies and my favorite clips everything from the music they play with that like why they're playing crunk music at the start of that i don't know but i love it uh you and i get you're stuck still on, on the grill, grill. in my mind I, I, you're still on the grill i don't know if you had to get airlifted out of it but am, you were I inside well of it because because literally they didn't whoever you know how they test out these challenges or whatever yeah, like some of them dailies. nobody tested that one out they didn't that or they didn't have boobs in a butt and i stand by that because literally the pole fit right between you know that little notch between i know i was there yeah exactly well it fit it just slid right there and then it would not i could not 
rock off of it. And then once I finally did, it slid up my butt. And I couldn't rock off that either and was a real disadvantage. How did you feel? See, I was, I mean, I did fairly well. Um, you did. That was my ringtone, guys. Ignore that. Um, you did. And I noticed. But I bogarted my way. I said, see y'all. But you kept your face, like the thing I was impressed about, when they cut to a clip of your face, it was still flawlessly, not an ounce of sand. Everybody else had full-blown sand cakes. Listen, I cared about my, first of all, I have my natural hair and my weave, and that hair was Indian, if you don't know. Um, It's a good good quality hair. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And it was expensive. Mm-hmm. And I didn't bring any other hair with me like you. So I was like, right. and I only brought this face. So I was like, listen, I am not getting anything dirty. There was a way. Just hold your head up. Even Laurel said it like you're not going to eat sand and shit if, you know, yeah. your head's up. And I don't even know if I tucked my hair in my helmet, but you had it pretty tucked in your face. Like I didn't get the my I had. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, all in there. Every in it all. smelled so bad too, because oh, that was like did. the water wig. So it smelled like every it, body of water we had been in, plus tomatoes, plus cilantro, lettuce. Well, that's whatever. why I had to. That's why she had to be laid to rest. Like Tamara actually had been holding up pretty well, but at that point, with the tomatoes <laughs> and the sand and the salt, <laughs> she <crying>. just <laughs> there wasn't more she could do. Wait, when we buried her. And you go, it's okay. I got I got a two for one. I have another one just like that. I do. I had Tia. I did and have another still, one. We still didn't even flinch. We like if I knew you had another one, like if that would have registered, I'd be like, bitch, why are we why are we making Tamara, a big fuss? Because Tamara was the water wig though, and she really put her Girl, life out like that. Real tears. Real tears. <laughs> she really is crying, you guys. I can see her and he really is crying. It is time to give her a proper burial and let her rest in peace. Paul Bears, please. She, I mean, okay, for a moment, Tamara really, I know, Tamara really did put her life on the line. Like, she didn't have a choice to go on this challenge. I brought her along for the ride, and she never once complained. She never once lifted. Shout out to the wig tape that I use. She never once lifted. She was really there, ride or die. And And then then you took her off after. I I had to, because then, like you were saying, it was starting, I couldn't just have wet ketchup sand hanging in my head while the boys were doing their round it was and I remember thinking what am I going to do to her and I asked the producers I was like well what do I do with her because I can't you know I because in the interviews I had brought four wigs because I had watched the challenge beforehand and I saw the damage they were doing to people's hair and I was like no so I was like I'm going to get four wigs bring them along and then that way I don't have to worry about really damaging my own hair and I wore my own hair in the interviews which is why it looks a mess and the color (laughs) is not great um and <laughs> the, but the color why i had i just let that color grow out just let he it said, grow out and then thought it. <laughs> i'm gonna show up on tv like really like you know uh and so uh yeah she really though put her life on the line and when i was deciding what to do with her i was like it's only fair to give her a burial and what i love about that moment anisa is all the fighting that we see especially which we'll get more into it. You know, we're in episode seven. We're seeing the feud of Laurel and Car Maria, like start to take shape. Johnny Uh, and Jordan. Johnny and Jordan, for sure. Um, Me and Teresa. Although what's weird about the me and Teresa thing is after I voted her in, we had had talks and I thought we were cool, which is why you see me cheering for her, why you see us talking, because we had squashed it. So she said, right. and so I believed. But if you watch interviews on her side, apparently we had not squashed it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you see Anissa and Laurel. But what you see at Tamara's funeral is proof that the challengers can indeed come together for a serious cause because everyone participated. Anissa sang, you guys, the most mm-hmm. beautiful song 
she really did. She brought the house. I actually think Anissa brought tears out of people because Anissa sang a beautiful rendition. Leroy was the creepy pastor. Yo, it never... was so funny. <laughs> I, hey girl, don't, don't worry. I know I can help you out. Like it was just Leroy. If you don't know, I mean, he's <sighs> funny. His, and his sense of humor comes through on TV, which is really hard, mm-hmm. but his shit, like I he mean... was, he's 10 times funnier than that. Yeah, so he could like, do a Netflix special, hands down, no joke. He could 100%. So he could 100%. I want to get into this episode because I hated it. And then I loved it. What did, Okay, what did you hate about it? Well, one thing I'm trying to understand, if this was a sausage party, why are we on a hamburger bun and why don't we have a top? You know, that's actually a good point. Mm-hmm. Let's just make point. it make sense, okay? And we, mm-hmm. I felt like we rolled around and, st- I mean, I just didn't feel sausage-like. But anywho, yeah. we get, and it was funny because I remember, I don't know if the girls felt like this when, when Johnny wins, Johnny Riley, mm-hmm. for the guys, mm-hmm. how we were like, Zach, you were there before him and you should have got on the bun. Yeah. And we were, we were questioning if Zach threw it so that Johnny could win. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. And then we have Laurel winning and I'm so hyped because I'm like, I got on the bun because I'm so competitive. But then I'm mm-hmm. like, shit. Now I could be picked from. Now right. someone can vote me in. And if it's Laurel, right. it's definitely going to be me or Teresa, but probably me. Right. And I actually thought she was going to do Teresa, not you. Like, I don't think I realized at that point. I knew you guys were getting into it, but like, it, I thought she so weird. had it out more for Teresa than you. Because there's, a, there's a slight history. So we went on Rivals 1. I do the first challenge with Robin. We kill it. Mm-hmm. I thought we won. Mm-hmm. But Jasmine and John A beat us in a jumping contest. Mm-hmm. So we get second. Um, Laurel on the bus, right right in front of me, sitting in the seat in front of me, I think, or behind me, mm-hmm. gets everyone to collectively vote us in against Paula and Evelyn. Whether to take them out or not, I was like, I don't really fucking appreciate that. Right. Well, Laurel and I hung out outside of that, and I absolutely loved her. I adored her. She was so funny. She thought mm-hmm. I was funny. Like, we just, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because I came on free agents thinking, oh, I have a friend in Laurel. She's yeah. really good at these things. And I think I was also envious because she was so good at challenges. But, I, you know, right. that's also part of, like, my place is in elimination. So I never really tried that hard mm-hmm. during challenges. Like, it didn't mm-hmm. mean, I mean, I did, but it, it was different. And I always felt very small around her. Uh, mm. during dailies so and even when I was on her team so that was that was a me thing but mm-hmm. she can come off the wrong way sometimes and I think she yeah. could be misunderstood so understand I think fairly enough like I tried to have that conversation with her and I was just basically just stumbling over everything trying to be like bitch I thought we were cool and yeah. I don't like how you're coming after me when I haven't said anything about getting you out right so that was my the bottom line you know, and I wasn't trying to sell her anything because I play a pretty straightforward game where I really don't beg anybody who want, who wins to not mm-hmm. put me in because I expect to be put in. And you're an elimination queen. Not that you ever want to go in, but like, right? you have no fear of eliminations because clearly you I dominate. Mean, I don't, I get anxious, sure. And I pooped yeah. like 18 times before it, but I... I'm no, yeah, I'm no stranger to it, so it's yeah, essentially but, And you like, thrive. It's not even just you're no stranger. I mean, who is currently tied for the record of wins and eliminations? You are. Um, it's interesting hearing you say that, too, with context, because that stuff that I'm sure our listeners didn't know, and I didn't even know. I knew you guys had history. Like, I knew you guys had done shows, obviously, together before that, but I didn't know... You'd done one show together before well, we that. we had hung but out I- in Long Island one time. And then, like, we had stayed in contact. And I just don't know what happened once we got on that show. Because we were cool in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, like I, what? I, yeah. But I think after Ride or Dies, we have a better understanding of who we are as individuals yeah. and, like, how our friendship is. So, like, I'm cool with her. I have no beef. She's she's a good competitor. She's strong. And yeah. now that I understand her better, like, it's it's a completely different story. Yeah. I it was interesting watching because in the house I think I kind of didn't I didn't really know because I wasn't there for all their fights right so I kind of didn't know what to take between it was just such a it was such a 180 between how close they were and then suddenly like they just couldn't stand each other and oh who Cara and Laurel yeah Cara Cara and Laurel and watching she didn't it talk back to her like shit though 
She did. And that's and that, you know, was tough because she did. And no one should be spoken to that way. And she couldn't apologize. And I totally understand Cara's point of being like, you couldn't even say you were sorry. Like, that's not cool. I also, on a different side, I operate in a pretty, in some areas, a pretty black and white, like pretty pragmatic. And I think Laurel does to a fault, which isn't great when you're talking relationships, friendships, that kind of thing, because emotions become involved. But Laurel mm -hmm. is very much like, one plus one is two, two plus two is four, like just very, yeah. and mm -hmm. that, and that. And so what I actually liked about her and what I connected with her over in the game and why, why I think she liked me and I think she even said in one of these episodes is like, I like Devin, the way Devin plays the game. It, clearly not in the competitive sense, but in the sense <laughs> that, that I, I'm true. In the sense though, that like I was, I'm straight for, I'm black and white. Like if I'm voting you, I'm telling you, if I'm not, I'm telling you what, like, I'm just going to always be, if I give you my word, you can take my word. I'm going to be pretty clear. And if anything does have to change, I'm going to tell you ahead of time. And I'm going to explain why, because obviously in this game, things change. They have to as people get eliminated. So I'm going to tell you why. And I appreciated that about Laurel. Um, and I think she appreciated that on the other side. But watching the deterioration between her and Kara and to know that it, it hasn't gotten better ever is wild. Because I remember when it was happening, thinking like, oh, they'll come back. They'll, ha they'll come back. And yeah, I didn't know that that was the end end of it. I think that or the beginning it was helpful of the end. that. Yes, it was helpful that Kara had some, you know, Johnny had her back and Teresa to yeah. like, you know, gas her up a bit to be like, don't take that shit. I agree. Because I don't I know agree. if she, she would have done it that. had yeah. she not have a support system. I agree. She definitely needed that. And speaking of mm -hmm. gassing people up, and I, this, I mean, another reason why this episode, this episode is iconic for so many Oh, reasons. I like, forgot I mean, about this idiotic move. You know. But they gassed uh, his ass up. They played the shit out of Jordan. Okay. So uh, it's where you get to meet Tamara, which is iconic. She doesn't have her funeral yet, but you get to meet her. But you also, this iconic moment between uh, Bananas and Jordan. All right, Jordan, you're up. Jordan has been talking about pulling all three cards all day. That's a bold move, but there's $125,000 on the line, and I would put aside any amount of pride to win that money. I can't believe it. He did it. It's going down. Now, I would love to know from the listeners, DM us, message us, comment on Reddit, whatever, tweet us. Is it the most bonehead move of all time what Jordan did? Or is it the most, one of the most iconic moves of all time? Anissa, do you think mm. Jordan flipping all the cards is iconic But or he bonehead? saw that wall. So I don't know if it was strategic enough. I think he thought, because he told me my strategy for the wall. So I think he thought he was going to nail that. I think you got to yeah. feel the wall first to know how hard you need to. Like anything can happen at any point. Right. I think it was incredible. I don't think, I think it was ballsy. I don't know how many other was people would have done that. Or was it bonehead? It was, iconic? it's a mashup. <laughs> no, it's a mashup. It's a, it's, it's boneconic. <laughs> <laughs> boconic move <laughs> it was boneconic can we name this episode that? anybody needed uh, to know it was mm -hmm. it was both idiotic and and amazing it was great mm -hmm. to watch it was horrible mm -hmm. for his game to gamble on it because i would have just kept the fight going right it i think i'm gonna in the say house. it was iconic i mean it was bonehead that he lost and i don't of know of course that but if he would have won yeah, but I think that it was bold. Like I do think it was. I I I respect the fact that he was bold enough to do it. I respect but the you, fact that the producers put the kill card as number three just in case he did do it, so that way it was more dramatic and he had to flip all three for real. Um, but he also, yeah. you hear like CT being like, "Yeah, you, you totally should do it. It's fucking it's a fucking yeah, right. great idea." Um, oh, this fucking kid's an idiot. Look at him. He's going to fucking flip all the cards. You know? And, like, everybody's like, do it. Do it. Yeah. Of course no they are. Of course and they are. And, I mean, and the amount of hand comments. Yeah, that. I just. 
that I mean, I know Jordan can take a joke, so like I'm sure none of the shit phases him. But I'm like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a different time. Some of those were bad. It was a different time, different some of those were definitely bad. Yeah, that's, I will say, my just to speed up all the way to the end of the podcast, my leave it in the past is all of that shit, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, hands down. Absolutely, hands down, I agree. I agree. Okay, we need to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back after this. They say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. Challengers wait a whole season just to find out if they're going home with the gold and the paycheck. But for everyone else, the money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Earnin is designed to support you in the short term and long term. Access your own money on your own schedule and cover what counts. From a special night out with Bay to a last minute gift or an unexpected vet visit for your furry friend. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in MTV under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's MTV Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, so we get to this elimination. All right, guys, tonight you're playing Wrecking Wall. John A., you've played this before, but I'll explain the game anyway. As you can see, there's a giant wall behind me with bells at the top of it. This game is going to be played in two rounds, one for guys, one for girls. So I'm going to line you up in front of your wall, and when I say go, you're going to punch and kick some footholds and some handholds all the way up this wall until you reach the top and ring that bell. First person to ring the bell will win tonight's elimination round and stay in the game. Can I just, I would like to give a shout out to God for letting John A. pick the kill card. Uh, Cause she says specifically in her interview that she was leaning towards the third card. But then at the last minute, something in her spirit said pick number two and she picked two and that was the kill card. I'd like to thank that spirit um, because I hate it. Rather... John A. was like my little sister. So I know and I love John her... wrong. I love John A. I just didn't want to do it. It was just, it was, that was a hard one. Cause I, I didn't want to go against her and she had already done it. Right. I would have had. I would have rather you been in there. Uh, bye, bitch. But I wasn't mean. So. You would have been saying bye. Exactly, which is why <laughs> you would have been like, "Oh my god, not these elbows!" Absolutely, I'd be like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, I got a scratch." Look, they're nope. just dark no, forever, ma'am. I think no, I think ma'am. I heard it, bitch. I heard it. T- I have a bunion because of that. That one really from that. Mm-hmm. I kicked into it and Emer was like, keep wiggling your toe. And I'm like, okay. Cause I couldn't feel it. Cause I kicked oh, through it and it, it jammed in my big toe. <gasps> oh my God. And then the thing over here was just bulbous. It doesn't mm-hmm. hurt as much now, but mm-hmm. I wasn't happy about it. Yeah. See, and that's why I would have, that's why that's the shit that we do. I know. I lost a toenail once from the final, but that's all. Um, oh my god I lost toenails too it's not fun <laughs> it's definitely not fun on the last one um but yeah so no I'm glad it was John A not me but I love John A uh and you dominated as you do what were you fe- so when John A came up you said you were sad so were you secretly hoping because I also saw you shit talking with Teresa a little bit about me we saw that scene what did I say 
You did. You just didn't refute. You didn't actually say anything bad. You just didn't refute anything she said. Oh, well, then shut your mouth. I had nothing to say. Everyone gets so upset when I don't have something to say. All I do is talk. Like, just I need a break sometimes. If she had something to say, it doesn't mean I agree with it. I may have felt mm-hmm. indifferent and had nothing to say. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Oh, she said I, like, backstabbed her big time. Which, honestly, I can see why she felt that way. But I felt Yeah, that- but I had no- that had nothing to do with me. So I was just like... <laughs> You're like, yeah, girl, talk your shit. Um, yeah, well, so, she, we were really, her and I were really close. So well, like, she and I were too. I even wrote her a letter at the end in yeah, Chile. Yeah, but she was like my chorizo. That was yeah, my but girl. she was my roommate on purpose. She was my roommate. We used to do facial stuff. She's my roommate first. We used to put on all our facial creams. And then I went to the boys' room, which is why if you guys then, ever see Bananas talking in his bed and you see like a pink blanket cutting into frame, it's because I had a pink Snuggie with me. And I'm like walking on his back oh, in the yeah. credits. We were talking about <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> the last time CT went in elimination, but we could talk about that on the next episode. Oh, the good times. Um, okay. So we see Jordan pull every card. Well, iconic mm-hmm. literally makes this episode iconic. In my opinion, he doesn't win, which I actually feel like he didn't need to win this. Like he needed a little bit of humble pie, although I don't know that that fully humbled him, maybe 2%. It's also interesting. Did you catch that he said he wanted Laurel? And again, you guys, we're still talking about episode uh, seven, but he said he wished Laurel would have told him not to do it, which I thought was really interesting. Like he's going around the house. I'm going to do, I'm going to do blah, blah. But then in an interview, he's like, I want Laurel to say, don't do it. But Laurel's, of course, Laurel's not going to say that because Laurel's pragmatic. So she's going to be like, well, if you said you're going to do it, go ahead and do right. it. Right. But then she was extremely, extremely emotional. Yeah. More emotional about him than Kara. Yes. Um, but that happens with leaving. romantic feelings sometimes. Like, I mean, not of course, not to negate like best friend and close friendships. But, you know, we've all cried over that love interest or whatever that we've known for a fraction of the time than mm. whomever. I'm like, bye. I'm just kidding. I definitely cried. Yeah, yeah. No, I really didn't have that many. And the ones that y'all don't know about, I certainly didn't cry. Let's move into episode eight. So Laurel encourages mm. him to do it. Jordan's upset that Laurel's encouraging him to do it. Now let's move to what is one of my favorite dailies. I know you loved it too, Anissa. Uh, we were on two different teams. It was called Hold That Pose. As you can see, there are two giant rooms with 28 straps, seven different colors, one for each player. When I say go, you're going to hold on to a certain color, and only your color, your feet and your hands. Try and hold that pose for one minute. So I remember getting picked for the teams for this, and I remember it was actually a really beautiful day. Do you remember the beach that day? And we, like, had, like, lunch at this little hamburger spot or something like that that was mm-hmm. not that far from the beach. It was such a beautiful, just really pretty day. And I was excited to be team captain, but also a little nervous because it's like if things go to shit, sometimes the team captain – gets kind of like we saw in episode one right like Chet kind of got some of the blame or whatever for being yeah. team captain and like losing so a little bit of pressure there but you know our our team it did it just worked well I would say Anissa the disadvantage for you guys was definitely like Laurel's energy set it off in a negative way yeah right don't you feel that like and then she was like I don't know if my energy affected things I don't really know but she just seemed really critical how are you feeling in that moment yeah i was like there's no way we're gonna win this shit i was like this is the most negative negative another snm situation this bdsm trap where we're all just hooked up into this thing suspended in the air i would have expected you to body stretched huh i would have expected you to thrive in that environment I don't even, I was probably fine. I just don't know where the rest of the team, our team was on like 17 different pages. Yeah, it was weird. It was like, you guys are trying to get everyone Zero cohesiveness. In, in their little spot. And yeah, and it's also true. Yeah, but CT is a magician. I was looking at his feet waiting for him to touch. I mean, oh, no, 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 CT is a is magician, but I meant our placement. Like we did do it so much faster, right? Than the team too. And it was because everybody divided into little, mini teams to help get people placed y'all did it better okay and then you guys won which put us in a bad 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 way and then after you won you voted me in okay we're gonna get to that part but can we give a shout out to ct's feet because seriously crouching no ct's abs and arms and the way that he could balance it was crouching tiger hidden yoda yes yogi yoda yoda Yoda, i think whatever it was Mm -hmm. it was 
It was magnificent. It really and was. And you, we could talk about your crush on him too. We already went into the crush. The crush is gone by this point. The crush happened no. when I left on the back of the bus. Girl, but they go into it. I know they go into it with the like edits and episode, really, but that's, but yep. it had already, they were late. Like that, that ship, that bus had already sailed with me still. Not a bus sailing. That bus already sailed. It did. It did. Cause our bus was sailing. Our bus was sailing. So we had to go over water and stuff. But anyway, the CT crush actually happened early in the season. They're just now leaning into it. But that, and look, CT's a beautiful man. That didn't change. It didn't change now. Like that. I never, but I, um, but the crush part where it was actually like, Ooh, could it be that had long, long gone well um after this fabulous this fabulous win for you the guys are like you know what preston needs to go in he's yeah which just just sliding through now it's time to start with a guy's name carmaria i think it's time for preston unfortunately you're my roommate i adore you (laughs) i finally got picked first (laughs) (laughs) all right ct Uh, i'm gonna follow suit and pick preston Preston, I love you. You're my roommate, but my vote is for you. All right, Zach. Well, my vote's for you. Preston. My vote is for you, Preston. And Devin. I'm going to have to vote for you, Preston. It is all right. All right, Preston, come on down. But I don't think it was just that, because I feel like as a viewer, watching it back, we see Preston get underestimated all season, picked last all season, actually show up and show out for those who don't know what that means, that's a good thing. Um, uh, show up and show out uh, in a couple of the episodes, a couple of the dailies, like he was the the saving grace. He did a really great job. And so it might look a little disjointed as to like, why are they picking on Preston now? And there was some of that. However, Preston had like, his energy had shifted at this point in the house also. And I don't know if you remember Nini, but he started kind of becoming difficult, like just in the house, difficult with production, difficult on our days off. Even at Tamara's funeral, Preston was the only one in the house that didn't partake. Now, mind you, no one was required to. It wasn't, but everybody was kind of like, what else Mm. are we going to do? We don't have TV. We can't go anywhere else. Like everybody kind of, you know, played along, had fun. There was nothing else to do that day. And he intentionally did not, which is okay, but he just really kind of started becoming like pushing back against kind of everything in the house, it felt like. So I think that that also contributed. They don't show that in the episodes, but that contributed to this sort of about face that we see where people are like, all right, like, let's just get rid of Preston. And it sucked because Preston is so much fun and such a wonderful mm-hmm. energy. And I think maybe he just got fed up with being, look, it happens. But he definitely just got to a place where he would, if we had food, he'd complain about the food. He'd complain. He just really was like over He it. was over and, it, yeah. And so people, you know, the same negative energy that Laurel brought on that daily, it affects all of those around. I think that it had a little bit of an impact on Preston being voted in as well. As far as voting in Anissa, Anissa, I'm sorry. I'm going to just say it now. I, even, I, had no... I didn't even see. They don't even show like the deliberation or yeah, anything. Yeah, because I don't really remember. Zach and I were really close. Yeah, you I and like, I were cool, and I were though. Cool. So I'm, it's, like, why, I'm like, why don't you all get Teresa back or vote in law? I don't even know why I didn't throw the vote or like not throw it, but you know what I mean? Like do a burn, burn vote. vote. I really anybody. don't remember. I really don't. I'm sorry. My bad. Mm-hmm. Let's get started with the girls. Devin. I have to vote for you, Anissa. Okay. Gonna have to vote in Anissa. I love this person, but Anissa. All right, Zach. There's no doubt in my mind that you're gonna kill it. So, Anissa. Uh, I'm gonna go with my team and vote Anissa. I'm gonna follow suit. Pick Anissa. Anissa, I'm sorry, I have to put you in. All right, Anissa, come on up. I was more mad at Zach. Yeah, I could see that. Like going into that. And then CT, I'm like, this is some bullshit. Yeah, I was surprised CT went with it too. I really, truly still don't, I don't know why. Nani just had it. Anytime Nani could vote for me, she did. Which is also weird. I don't know in those moments. Like, I don't, I don't remember. I think, well, Nani and I talked about it. I think she never could trust me. Like she didn't know, like we weren't really, I don't think. We really were like the friends that we are now until uh, Ryder dies. Right. 
Right, right, right. I mean, we were friends through other things, and we've definitely been through it, but, like, you know. Yeah. I would mm. say, if I could remember anything, which I don't remember that much, I would say it was probably that on my end in voting for you, too, just in the sense that because you and I were chill, but we never had a definitive, like, hey, I covered you once, you covered me. And I don't even need, I mean, I'm fine. I know you don't need it now, plus it. I'm probably never competing again. But I'm just saying, like, I don't, I, because I was, I literally, next time you go on watching show. this episode, as we won, I literally thought we had, like, put in Teresa. Like, I kid you not, like, I was shocked watching it back. I was like, oh, dang, we put in Anissa. They I don't, don't show the deliberation, which I wish they would have done that, but maybe my feelings would have been more hurt, so I don't really care. Yeah, I don't remember it, but we all love you now. And, uh, but... So you versus Laurel. Mm. Oof. The show everyone wanted. All right, it's time for the girls. Come on down, ladies. I would say this is my first real elimination. This is probably the first big competitor that I'm going against. My strategy is to not fall and to hit Anissa as hard as I possibly can. I have a lot of built-up anger. I'm just going to run into it and take her out like I want her on her back and then I want to run over her and ring my bell and then I want her to get up and be scared and then I want to do it again that's what I want to do what I'm mad about yeah tell me is on the first round of Oppenheimer they had to run the tapes back and watch them for like five minutes yeah because we got there at the same time Laurel's just four inches taller than me yeah which I think was definitely an advantage totally because she was leaping. Um, when you saw her jump, too, she did these leaps. And because she had such longer legs, she was able to really, like, frog leap about an inch and a half further than you could. And therefore, that, that was, was like a, a that, millisecond of a yeah. difference on the first one. Yeah. And that just, like, it's disheartening. And I think on the second one, like, I was right-handed, so it was definitely easier to run kind of that way. Mm -hmm. And the impact wasn't. And she couldn't even give me credit. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what did she say? Um, she was like, I hit her, or she's bigger, like, I didn't ah, hit her as hard, or, like, or she's I, bigger than Yeah, her. I guess I didn't think that, maybe I thought I was stronger than I was, or, like, yeah. I just, or she was bigger. I'm like, you barred my shorts every day. We were the same size. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you were yeah, just that taller. was definitely a, a snarky ass. Anywho. But she, that it was, was just a really snarky thing, which I will say, what I liked, a note that I wrote about some of these episodes is I like the overall sportsmanship. Like in so many of them, you see uh, even with Johnny people, and Jordan. They, yeah, they like shook well, hands. Johnny and Jordan. I don't know if I'd use that one as an example. Yeah, but they but, still shook hands. Yeah, but Kahada Johnny could have been like, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, you see a certain and Laurel. Uh, you know, the sportsmanship. Well, was, there was a, I mean, whatever it was, what it was. Was was not as or she we she wasn't a humble younger. winner. We were younger. We were younger and dumber. A lot of things. Yeah. Okay, look, we're about to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere because y'all know we're getting right back into it right after this. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. 
Um, I also want to point out that the producers had you and Laurel looking like a bottles of ketchup and mustard in this nomination. I don't know why those are the jersey colors that were chosen, but you did look like ketchup and mustard. Also want to shout out TJ. Mustard. Ketchup and mustard. (laughs) Also want to shout out TJ saying that bananas eeny, meeny, miny, moe is stupid. (laughs) When bananas went to pick the kill cards and he was like eeny, meeny, miny, and TJ was like, that was so stupid. <laughs> I know. I loved it. TJ didn't give a shit. Oh, I love I love TJ. I love him. I also want to point out the hypocrisy that is Teresa. So now I have said earlier on, and look, Uh-oh. it's gonna some people like to say that I harp on things. I don't harp on things. We literally get paid to point out threads and stories and themes and our opinions and all that stuff. So that's what I'm doing. But I want to point out. Uh so earlier in the season, when the whole uh Teresa voting Teresa thing Laurel's kill list you know that whole thing uh went down and uh because I felt betrayed because Teresa rallied everyone to vote for Laurel and I only voted for Laurel Knox had an issue with her but simply because I wanted to support my friend but even though I knew it meant putting a target on my back only for my friend to then not make that vote which then means there's a target on my back and not hers uh what was ironic is that in this episode fast forward Teresa says in her confessional that no, in her confessional, she actually may say it to you, Anissa, but she says no one wants to deal with Laurel. Like basically everyone's afraid to vote for Laurel because she may have they don't want to deal with her. Yet Teresa literally did the same exact thing earlier in the season and left a yeah. whole bunch of people out to dry. Hence why people turned on her, myself included, because she literally did that, was the leader of that, and then went back and then had Teresa the has really good ideas for things. Not she has it's good ideas. The, she does. And I think that she's a great athlete. I think oh, of course. What, can tie her, what can tie her up is not thinking like three steps ahead of that idea. Mm. Here's mm. the idea, we vote her. If it does not go this way and I do back out, what are the repercussions? Mm-hmm. Okay, Devin doesn't trust me. I look like a fucking snake. Laurel's going to come after me. Mm-hmm. Who's Laurel attached to? Those people are going to then, Jordan's going to, and then Johnny's going to because Johnny Riley is close to Jordan. Right. And Johnny's close with Zach, so they right. might all side with Laurel. So it's all of those things. Right. And not seeing that large web that is, you know, mm-hmm. political friendship, whatever. Like, you have to be a couple steps ahead of yourself. And the one person that I can, that's a master of this is cam Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of knowing like exactly where to drop the bombs, where to sprinkle crumbs, Mm -hmm. how to back out of something, how to go right into it, defend it, whether she made it up or not. And, and that's it. So I think that Teresa has good ideas and and good gameplay. That's a really good way to explain it. I think it's just not thinking ahead enough. Yeah. To execute if if all goes wrong. Yeah. You know, what is the backup plan and how do I redeem myself? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a really, that's so, an excellent way to put it. Yeah. Okay. She would get in shit and like she just fuck, skated by and like didn't get voted in yeah. and like all these other things. And I'm glad I didn't have to go against Teresa because I was going to go in and do the, the same way I went with Laurel. Yeah. Like, there was no, yeah. you know, and we talked about that. But I also really cared about Teresa and as her being my closest friend in the house and us only having each other, it was, it was just, I was happy that she got to stay and play for us. Even though I don't think she was really thinking of me after I left. I no, mean, she maybe wouldn't because she said upset, she was but... glad that you went, that it was you and not her. Well, listen, if she went in and I stayed there, I'm glad it was her and not me. Like, let's be realistic about it. I know. I, but I would be sad if my between... friend left, but I'm happy if you go in over me. That's fair, that but there's a difference a between the glee of a friend going in and the realization of a friend going in, in my Yeah, no, I get it. Opinion. And I've gone against my best friend, and I was in tears before yeah. we even yeah. left the house. Yeah, there's like a difference between... Woo, I'm but glad I laid I'm covered, in bed. I was it's... a mess. We stayed there with each other, like just yeah, in yeah. our room. But yeah, there is a. Di- I mean, you get what I'm saying. Like if mm-hmm. if it was me and you now, and you went in, yeah, sure. I'm glad it's not me because you already know elbow scratch. I'm out. And you voted but, me in. So but, like, but that uh, was before we were besties. Um, but but I wouldn't take glee. Besties, in I didn't get you. invited to the wedding. So like, let's just not. I brought you like a cookie back, bestie. Though. I did pre bestie. I can't eat cookies pre bestie. 
Well, see if you can't eat the cookies. That's why I didn't buy. If you weren't gonna eat the cookies, that's why I didn't. Oh, shut up! I would have <laughs> ate everything else on the menu. I know it's good, <laughs> except salmon and tea. You had we talked about the salmon. For, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. There would have been a lettuce leaf somewhere with my name on it. <laughs> um, so also, I want to just shout out Kahuta's one like Kahuta. There are so many good interviewers this season. Like there are so many good talking heads. Kahuta is hilarious, and his analogies of bullfrogs and Wait, like the political statement though for me. Oh, then I'm gonna have to move to a blue state. And Nani. What's and Nani was like, what's that? <laughs> I cannot. And it was so, it's so funny. And he was, and then he just made a face. He was like, oh. Oh, Nani. <laughs> I mean, wait, I loved him. You should find out Nani's oil stories. Yes. He was, he, he, he was a charmer, a little bag of charms. He really and, was. And he played guitar and that I thought he was just the the most handsome little thing. He was so great. And and I feel mm-hmm. for Nani. It's cool to see how far she's come in her relationships. I feel for her when they did the flashback of all the bad relationships she's been in and just some of those things that are clearly traumatic. Like, no one should go through that. And I do think, you know, honestly, obviously Nani was going through a lot and trying to navigate all that. But I'm so happy she's with someone who seems really care about her and treat her well and mm-hmm. and support her like I love I'm so happy that Nani and Casey found each other um yeah yeah just so so thrilled especially when we got to see kind of where what she came from um all right so Anissa let's talk about our favorite moments from the episode all right like our highlights and then what we want to leave in the past you go first It really is Zach for me (laughs) (laughs) screaming and like, get me out of here. Not knowing that he's like 215 pounds and could rip this. It was just Saran wrap. That was it for me. I was crying. I'm like, he doesn't relax. (sighs) It was so good. It was so, so dramatic. It really was. It really was. And leave that in the past. Synthetic wigs. Don't talk about Tamara like that. Absolutely That's don't. okay. I wore them my whole I dancing career. I need everyone listening to this to no, come for I Anissa used to wear for coming my half Tamara. wigs. I'd buy them in a bag. Tamara did nothing. In a plastic bag. They all had different names. To deserve her fate. I clip them and in. then for Anissa to come in and make that comment. See, you know what? That's why, Nini, I could invite you to the wedding because my spirit wouldn't let it happen because I knew you didn't oh, secretly love. Up. I was going to wear Tamara. a synthetic wig. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that someone asked if I had an in memoriam reserved seat at the wedding for Tamara. <laughs> uh, I I did you not at the ceremony, but she was very much in my heart. Um, I carried her with me all the way, and there was a little strand of the weave attached to my bouquet. Um, no, the throwback moment of the episode will have to be Tamara's funeral. I will. That was an iconic moment, not just because we it celebrated was. a really great wig, but because I love the whole house coming together in that moment. Minus Preston. We, we don't. Minus Preston. We don't get to see that often, and certainly not nowadays. And so it was really cool that we have that. We all have that moment uh, together. Mm-hmm. My leave that in the past. I'm with you, Anissa. The comments that were made around people that are different and different abilities and all that like just not cool it was a different time but to know better is to do better we know better there will be mm-hmm. none of that uh i mean yeah. we didn't say shit so yeah uh, i didn't say it but still i think i said general, one thing where i was like oh i don't know if you can say that <laughs> yeah yeah that well not even i don't even know but i'm like damn i said i mean shit was funny though I mean, yeah we people said oh, we i said felt like eddie murphy you know what i mean right. he probably wouldn't have a career really right now but he was really funny yeah not telling about so. but overall this is one of my favorite episodes seven and eight are two of my favorite episodes not only of the season well, but i think mine. of the challenge all time i mean we, i can understand that because anise got kicked out that's not why it's my favorite but it wasn't it was for lack episode. of effort mm-hmm that's true. You put in a lot of effort. Um, so good. Now, for those who are enjoying following along with you, Anissa, and where you are now after you had that defeat from Laurel, but now you've risen from the ashes and accomplished so much. Now um, we beat Laurel, so we're, exactly. we're even. So you're even. Uh, even where can now. they find you if they'd like to follow along with your life? Well, I'm only on Instagram. 
However, I did make it over to Twitter via link, but I still am Ooh. not on there. So oh. if you're adding me, talking shit, guess who can only see it? You and a bunch of other people, but not me. I'm over at Instagram, Anissa MTV. That's A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V. Um, DM me a question. There are some questions in my DMs that I have to get to at some point, and mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. We definitely need to open up like um, a listener questions yeah. se- segment yeah. again. In coming episode. Yeah, we definitely will do that. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to go in there. Same here. You can find me on, you can go to my website, devinsimone.com. That's Devin with a Y, Simone with an I.com. And you'll see my socials at the bottom. Or you can go to Instagram. It's probably where I'm most active. If you'd like to see a couple wedding, I'm actually just going to warn you, I'm spamming with wedding content right now. Apologize, kind of, sort of, but not. It'll go back to normal, I promise. But I don't spent you so dare. Many, I spent so uh-huh. many hours it's planning. It's your day, that. bitch. Thank I don't you. Care. It's your day. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Nini. So there's a lot of wedding content currently uh, on my Instagram. That's Devon with the Y, Smith with an I. Also on TikTok, Devon with the Y, Smith with an I. Uh, Amazon. Follow me on Amazon. Some fun stuff is coming up. You can actually just Google Amazon.com Devon Simone or something. It's called Devin Simone's Gift Closet. Hit the follow button. Some lives are coming up for those who are fans of Natalie Negrotti. We actually do quite a bit of stuff together as well on Amazon. So you can check that out. Uh, So hit the follow button. And uh, if you like this episode, rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend in your reviews, you guys put some of those comments or questions and things. We see it. Producer sees it. uh, And then we can give you some shout outs and and start incorporating that back into the podcast because we genuinely care. We love that you love listening along with us. And we really appreciate you being here. I agree. (laughs) Sorry. My mother's texting me all this shit about whatever it's sorry i got stressed out and distracted but you can watch the challenge free agents along with us right now for free go to paramountplus.com and use code challenge pot to try one month free terms apply and then anisa and i will see you back here next week for a brand new episode of mtv's official challenge podcast see ya Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.